Welcome to the Scaling Creative Podcast. I'm like so excited about this conversation because I love all things. You're always excited. I am always excited. That's why why we're happy here. (laughs) You're always happy. But we're going to talk about all things social media going into 2021. So a couple of like the main things that I feel like I've seen or we've seen as like a little bit of a shift. So let's just dive right in. Oh, I probably should have asked how you guys are doing. We're doing, doing great. good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, good. Wow. It's really good. <laughs> Allison is doing great today. So is doing great today. Do you want to just dive right into let's it? Let's just get right into it. Okay. I think, well, first of all, how excited are we to get into 2021? <laughs> like just, just in general, can I'm we get that worried. out of there? It's not going to meet your expectations. Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think <laughs> Let's it's not talk about I think it. it's going to be till at least the middle of it, if not later, I know. than it even is different anyway. Well, this is actually my thought when it comes to everybody saying, I'm just so ready for 2020 to be over. But is it really going to no, be over? I mean, if if you haven't changed your mindset yet, mm-hmm. I think that's the one thing you should focus yeah. on before you go into 2021. Like, Yeah, the calendar is not going to yeah. change. No. It's going to be like, oh, finally. I know. That, if it was that easy. Can you imagine if it, the clock changed and it was midnight and it's like, oh. Suddenly, zero COVID-19. <laughs> Nothing, that's never happened. Thanks. Yeah, lots of hugs all over the place. But no. So the first thing, speaking of relationships and hugging people, um, that was really <laughs> Gotta love it. Hey, that's just people, people get to see a little bit of the natural Michaela random things. Yeah. Okay, let's go for, for sure. it. Okay. So the first thing is this whole concept of social media relationship funnel, which is essentially relationship marketing. And because here's the reality of I guess always, but as you go into 2021, that relationships are so crucial now more than ever because people are craving that in life and in business are relationships mm-hmm. and like learning how to genuinely care and build relationships with people online. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. Have you guys been finding like with clients that that's hard for them to create relationships online? Well, I think, yeah, I, th- I just think they're not good at it because a lot of people are just not good at the fact that you don't always need to sell. And like, yeah. it's easy to build relationships with people when you're just trying to actually build a relationship with people. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But companies look at it like, yeah, we want to just become more present and we want to be have more relationships, but all they do is just want to sell to people. Yeah. And that's not how you build a relationship. No, 100%. And I think that, so I think that people would always say they want to do that more, mm-hmm. but it's just not their natural instinct mm-hmm. because they're driven by what numbers and unfortunately yeah. the the companies make them also be by, driven by that. Yes. Yeah. 100%. What what is that post done? How good is it done? How mm-hmm. and like that doesn't a re- good relationship that forms over the course of a year with mm-hmm. a, a customer mm-hmm. doesn't have a good metric behind it. Right. Until you look at it years later. That's a really good point. And I think that that's where they get messed up. Yeah, for sure. And I think you said the exact thing that's so important is a lot of people use their social media accounts to sell. And it's so much more than that right now. Mm-hmm. It's how can you educate? How can you entertain? Mm-hmm. How can you teach? How can you inspire mm-hmm. people? So when you look at what people are sharing too, like I always look at the insights of my posts mm-hmm. and see like, okay, what are people sharing? What are people naturally attracted mm-hmm. to that that I talk about? Mm-hmm. So, And you can do that in any business mm-hmm. of look at, what are your people, what are your customers interacting with the most yep. and really give them more of that because yeah. you want things to be shareable. 
and with and especially with something like Instagram, where you obviously have the shares, but you also have the saves, yes. which are very important because that's kind of almost like the hidden metric yep. that people aren't putting out, but it's like yes. it definitely tells you what they're mm-hmm. kind of what they want to remember, mm-hmm. which is a really good metric. Not everyone has that. Obviously, Instagram is one of the the better in that yes. where they have other aspects because there's sharing in different platforms. But mm-hmm. it's always an interesting metric metric to look at because. Yeah. That's kind of like the behind the scenes, mm-hmm. whether they liked it, but they didn't want to show everybody because mm-hmm. <laughs> no one sees their share, their saved things. Correct. Yeah. They only see the other What do things. you save? Like when you're on Instagram, what are things that you tend to save? I share a lot of like videos that I feel like would either motivate me at some time during a certain mm-hmm. thing or maybe just the idea. For me, it could be – it's super random. It could just be like I loved this idea of this video yeah. piece of content. Mm-hmm. Another could be a quote graphic. Another could yeah. be just like a random funny thing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not a specific thing. It's like random probably. Yeah. But you notice all three of those things, nothing had to do with selling yeah. of anything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so well, that comes I, naturally later. Like yep. yeah. if you get the relationship down. Mm-hmm. The selling is only going to come naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we've talked about that before. If yes. But if in case people haven't – listen to the podcast we did one maybe feels like almost a year ago all about social media as well but the idea of educating and entertaining and all that Mm -hmm. people that's why people are on social media the reason tiktok has been so popular for 12 Mm -hmm. months is because it's unbelievably entertaining Entertaining. and it's so good at predicting what's entertaining for Mm -hmm. you and -hmm. people that's why people go on social media that's why Mm -hmm. they go on youtube to learn how to do something to to be entertained by a youtube vlogger whatever Mm -hmm. they don't go there to see the ads right yeah. So that's – and I think people just have to realize that, that the same reason that you go on social media personally mm-hmm. is the same reason other people do. Mm-hmm. And the same reason that you always hit skip ads is the same reason everyone else does. Yes. So it's like why do you yeah. do the things that you know, I know you don't like seeing? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Why do like, people do that? I don't – Because it's easy. Is they, it like what we're I, supposed to do? I, I, think, I think it's definitely what we're supposed to do. I think it also is – it is hard for certain people to understand like how to do anything else. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're in, you know, a big, large company, mm-hmm. unfortunately, like we said, they do kind of, I think that's that's what they've always done. So yeah. they don't even know, they don't even allow people to experiment because when they look at their quarterly numbers, they look yep. at this, they're like, we see you doing all these posts, but like we're not really seeing any new sales, not realizing how it works. And then someone eventually gets fired because nine months in, it looks like they're doing nothing but playing around on social media. And then the next person comes in. It's this nonstop like repeat cycle. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's, so it's it's like partially, I think people not really knowing how to do it well. Yep. And then part of them is realizing that even if you really, really knew what you're doing in social media and you go into a big company, you may lose your job before you get the chance to show how powerful what you were doing was. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost not fair. I know. Like, yeah. Like the small businesses, actually, are the ones I think have the biggest advantage because they don't have always the big, huge corporate company looking at every little thing that they're doing mm-hmm. and analyzing it. Mm-hmm. Where if you're like a five man shop or something and your main job is that, mm-hmm. I think you get more of an advantage because yeah. you're yeah. not having to go under certain guidelines and certain mm-hmm. like restrictions that maybe the company requires mm-hmm. you to do. Yeah. It so. feels more personable that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it's a big corporation, they don't show you, you know, some of the knit and grit of mm-hmm. the everyday. Mm-hmm. They have it very polished. Mm-hmm. It's very TV advertisement yeah. Yeah. feel. Yep. And that I feel like consumers are so suspicious of ads. Like, yes, they can 100%. pick out when they're being sold to. They can Always. pick when it's 100%. not genuine. So, yeah, I mean, you have to adapt to that. You have to adapt to a more personable mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. way of selling. Right. Which involves a relationship. Yeah, exactly. And I think relationships, when you look at in general how relationships are formed, you have to be intentional. Like the relationships that you have in your life that you have really good relationships, you're intentional about them. Mm -hmm. And I think what people make the mistake of is they're not intentional Mm -hmm. with their like strategic relationship building view of social media Mm -hmm. so like do you have a plan because if you don't going into 2021 you're already behind so do Mm -hmm. it now figure out a plan like sit with your team even if your team is you just like Mm -hmm. one like I literally have meetings with myself (laughs) like (laughs) planned in my calendar where I plan things out Uh for the month or the quarter and I look at all these different things like how can I what are Uh, several main things that I do in my business. You know, Mm -hmm. I have like specific topics that I talk to people on. I have self-image and healing, all these different things. Mm -hmm. And then I think underneath all of those, how can I entertain people? What are Mm -hmm. some different ideas for reels that I can do within that? Mm -hmm. How am I teaching people Mm-hmm. things about that topic. How am I educating or inspiring or what's shareable? What's quote, like all those different things. Do you have a plan mm-hmm. for building a relationship? Yep. Now selling is also in there for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. but it is not the most important one. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of six mm-hmm. <laughs> different yeah. things. Yeah. And you have to have I a do. plan of how you're going to sell once you have an audience yeah. because it's, that's a tricky thing. Every time yeah. you put something out there for sale, you mm-hmm. lose a little bit of yes. the audience excitement. Yes. Which it's unfortunate because yeah. like you, people have to also live, Yeah, but that's what happens. Mm-hmm. And how can you integrate it mm-hmm. too? You know, even just with maybe some of the things that you're doing when you're teaching, you can even say, I teach this like with a client of mine right. or give an example, give yep. a little testimonial yep. Yep. that's like, you know, put into mm-hmm. some of your teaching or whatever it might be. So you yep. can find ways to sell mm-hmm. in a more organic way, mm-hmm. but a lot of times it's, you have to be intentional about yep. it. So just think about it like any relationship yep. that you have. And I think, too, it's important. Like, you like planning. You like those kind of things. I also think it's important for some people to not overthink what their, like, year game plan is. Yeah. Because people also can get overwhelmed with feeling yeah. like, I just I just need to start, and now I need to come up with a plan. Like, some of it just comes. Yes. And you just have to learn. And every time you post, you learn. Mm-hmm. And certain times you're going to post, and you're not going to look at metrics yeah. at all. Like, yeah. just just – try things out and yes. a big part of learning social media is actually just consuming content in the platforms mm-hmm. to understand what's working yep if you see something in a platform that has millions and millions of views and they've showed it to you yeah analyze it yeah rather than your own content yeah why Absolutely. why am i still watching this mm-hmm. why have five million people liked this why mm-hmm. like there's a reason most of the times you'll see it's entertainment on yep. tiktok yep but on instagram it may be something that's very valuable from an education standpoint mm-hmm. with a fitness person or whatever but mm-hmm. analyze why they're doing well yep. instead of just being like i don't like that or i don't like this well mm-hmm. a lot of people did yep so that and because that tells what the market that, i mean the market mm-hmm. is the ones that decides obviously what's good and what's not and if you can pay attention to what's doing well mm-hmm. and then capitalize in your own way, mm-hmm. how can you do how can you do that for your brand? Yeah. Because TikTok's one of the best examples. We'll probably talk about it, but of like jumping on trends that are working already yep. with sounds and with music mm-hmm. and just making it your own people and your own thing. Mm-hmm. All these dumb dances and all the things. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. 
it's the easiest one to actually make your own content in yeah. if you really want to yeah. because you just can kind of just jump on everything you see working mm-hmm. and just make it your own. Yeah. And you probably have a chance of getting people to see it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Even when I first like the reels thing came out, mm-hmm. I'm like this, oh, I don't want to do this. Like I literally, that was my thought. I don't want to do this. But then I just started consuming mm-hmm. a little bit. Not overly. I usually set a timer for myself because I hate going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah. But I set a timer and I kind of, I would just consumed people's reels. And I, the cool thing about reels is you can actually tap the song. And reels, for those watching, in case we went too far uh, already, yeah. reels are like Instagram's <laughs> newer TikTok, TikTok version ish. of, there's a million crossover things, yes. but reels are like not stories, they're not posts, they're the new reels, the yeah. TikTok-y Instagram. Yeah. Okay, continue, um, just in case people had no clue. Whenever a platform introduces something new like that, jump on it because they are pushing mm. that forward. So yeah. that's why reels, like yeah. all every reel I posted is over 5,000 yeah. views. That's yep. the dumbest thing ever. But but it's the reality of it because they're pushing it yep. because they want it to be successful. Mm-hmm. So jump on things early because that makes you smart. Yep. <laughs> yep. But when I first started consuming, I was getting inspired by other people's things. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I could change that into dating things Mm -hmm. or single you know what I mean like so like you said go on there consume things if you're entertained by it how can you just adapt it to your business yep you know so I see a lot of videographers photographers on like hardcore reels Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just showing lenses or whatever it might be you know so just take your concept for your business change it up a little bit and one thing too that I wanted to add for this um is tell people what you want them to do. So if it's something like, hey, this is a great thing to save, literally people will start saving it mm-hmm. because you're telling them what yeah. to do. Some people don't even know you can save things. Yeah. So don't assume. <laughs> yeah, it's always don't, better just to exactly. let it out there. Yeah, or like double tap this if you love this. Or, you know, yep. like tell people what to do. There's one guy um, and his name literally just, oh, Trent. Shelton. Mm-hmm. Do you know who he is? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, he's got like millions of followers, but that's what he does. Like he, he literally tells people what to do in his comment. Share this if this touched your heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I do it for some reason. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Share. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, but that's how people yeah. are. They will follow, but are you telling them what to do? Mm-hmm. Because they will follow, but you mm-hmm. just have to tell them. Yep. First. Mm-hmm. So Anything else you guys want to add about like relationship marketing? Because I, I did think this is why video is so important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because tell us like, why do you think videos and seeing people's faces help build relationships naturally? I think it's just, it brings a personal touch. I yes. mean, video, obviously no question does something that photos and mm-hmm. texts on a post don't do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it allows you to really see and connect with people and especially mm-hmm. employees and and it builds internal culture in a big way by yep. putting people on your social media. Yes. It also just helps people to understand, like, look at who's in the company. Mm-hmm. To just It just brings a nice personal. I mean, when you see someone's face, when you see smiles, when you see mm-hmm. whatever, it it's a different connection that you have yeah. with people. Yeah. It humanizes the brand. Exactly. And I think some companies, we've even found with certain clients, like, they don't want to put employees on there because they're afraid, what if the employee doesn't go anywhere? And, I, and like, I think that's silly yeah. because – People are going to come and go, yeah. yeah. but you sh- featuring your people and allowing them to be a part of something is like, it's okay. Yeah. It, it's it's okay if they're still on the social media when they leave mm-hmm. either, because realistically, if you're a good enough leader and you're a good enough company in general, when a comp- person leaves your place, 
they should be okay that they're still on your social yeah. media because they still have a relationship with you. Yeah, 100%. If you're a place that is, you know, entirely fake on all your social media mm-hmm. and you make people say things that you don't believe in and then, and then I could see that you might be a little hesitant yeah. to keep yeah. things on. But if if it's mm-hmm. authentic stuff, mm-hmm. no one should care. Yeah, 100%. And if it's a personal brand, mm-hmm. you really need to make sure Oh yeah, your face is all over that. And one of the things too, like if you're – I love stories and mm-hmm. most people, they consume a lot of stories mm-hmm. more so than feed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I think the stories is a really good relationship building avenue on Instagram mm-hmm. or a video like on LinkedIn or whatever, wherever it is, like your face is really valuable. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people um, make their face smaller mm-hmm. in the stories, like for artistic wise. But I've actually heard that you get way less engagement that way. People want to feel like they're on FaceTime with you. Oh, so keep more realistic. Yeah, it's more realistic. So just like keep it full on like and just put your face in there because, yeah, it's important. And that's why I think video is like such a crucial piece Mm -hmm. that a lot of people are missing, especially on LinkedIn personally, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, I mean, LinkedIn, I don't know if we'll go into this more, but it's one of the things that hopefully we'll talk about going into 2021 is that social media definitely changes nonstop. Mm-hmm. All the time, and you have to be okay with the fact that it is. Yep. Early in the year, I don't remember what month we did one all about LinkedIn and mm-hmm. all about how the organic reach was unbelievable. And it's changed it's a changed, lot. Changed. Yeah. The organic reach is not even close to as good as it was on yeah. LinkedIn. It's still incredibly powerful and still way better than the avenues that most people tend yep. to put stuff on. But you can't care. Like there's yeah. nothing. There's nothing you can do about it. I think yep. that they don't do things personally correct very well. I think mm-hmm. they're not very good at really making people want to post stuff on there yeah but regardless that's what it is yeah like snapchat used to be the thing it's <laughs> yep. not now tiktok's been the number one thing for a while it's continuing to be like mm-hmm. twitter just released fleets which are the story version of twitter now mm-hmm. there's you're gonna always see new always. things mm-hmm. and if you are one of those people which a lot of people are which is like i just can't keep up so i'm not going to do anything yeah. you're making a mistake yes, like it doesn't matter if it's overwhelming to you. Yeah. What matters is it's happening. Yeah. And it's always gonna. And it's only gonna become more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just an Instagram alone, you have five different types of things that you can post yep. on a regular basis. Yep. Should you do them all? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Can you do them all? Maybe not, because you also have all the other social media yeah. things. Yeah. But just being overwhelmed and letting that be the yeah. thing that makes you post nothing mm-hmm. will end up killing you yeah. because people are there whether you want to be or not. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who in my like business group, she's in her 60s and she's like, Michaela, I just can't do the reels thing. And I'm like, just do it. Just like put yourself out there and do it. And she did this little, not like a full on dancing thing, but she was like dancing as she was pointing at things. And literally so many people commented yeah. because they're, she's trying, you know, uh-huh. like it wasn't the most willing flawless thing. Yeah. She's willing to learn. She's putting herself out there and people appreciate that there's literally a grant i forget what his name is it might be gramps might be there's a a grandpa on tiktok that has like three million subscribers (laughs) and he does like crazy dance and he's like super old and you can just tell how much fun he's having doing and like literally from what it looks like he's almost literally the one doing them all like posting them and everything yeah yeah i don't see anything else in his feed i I randomly came across it and i'm like that's just awesome yeah like he's probably not even doing it for a reason like he's probably not even trying to sell something he just is having fun yes exactly But like have fun it makes it makes you young a hundred percent and again relationship when Mm -hmm. we bring it back to that being authentic and just like putting yourself out there that was already important 
yeah. leading up to COVID. Now yes. that people aren't allowed to see people in yeah. person. Yeah. Oh my goodness. There's like a psychological need to be yes. connected mm-hmm. to not just brands, but other consumers, yep. other your peers, everything. So if mm-hmm. you're if like a if your company or your business wasn't already using relationships to mm. push themselves forward, I feel like, man, now mm-hmm. now is the time. And I definitely think that during COVID certain industries could really thrive on the idea of going really like full force into social media on giving people options of things that they might not have done in mm-hmm. like fitness for example yeah had a huge opportunity during covid yep. to put out a ton of content about different things and different what you could do at home and how to work out at home mm-hmm. like if you were someone in the fitness realm or a company mm-hmm. in that kind of realm or eating healthy or desks that were for at home setup mm-hmm. there's definitely things that you have to always be paying attention to that yep. if your industry mm-hmm. has an incredible opportunity because of something that you sold that was mm-hmm. somewhat useful before and then yeah. becomes unbelievably useful yep. capitalizing that time is so important mm-hmm. Because like the you know the webcam market that basically was dead, yeah, you couldn't get things in stock for months and months and months and months. Yep. That's and True. the ones that capitalized off that were mm-hmm. Zoom, for example. Like you know they always had a pretty decent thing, but now I mean they've been unbelievable Un- this yeah. year. Yes, and granted there'll be others that on the opposite side that you really can't sell much if you're in the travel industry. Yeah. You're in it's yeah. a tough time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but at the same time you have to just kind of be paying attention to like. Any situation, you know, none of us could control COVID, mm-hmm. but when it's here, how can the service that I offer yeah. be valuable during this time? As yeah. a video production company, it's like, well, we know that video is important, so mm-hmm. how can we help and create more content around why it's important, or how can we educate people themselves? For us, it was like, how can we educate our clients how to actually shoot a lot of their own video yeah, and let yep. us edit it for them? Yep. Because we couldn't always be there to yeah. film with them. Yep. And like it's it's trying you're always having to adapt no matter yeah. what. But when yeah. something like this comes along, even though it's rare, there's still times that weird things like this happen. Mm-hmm. How instead of sitting around and being like we're screwed, like what are we gonna do? Yeah, it's what can my what is valuable to yep. people in my industry for yep. this time? Because yep. there's something no matter yep. what you sell, 100%. there's a way that you have to figure out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people jump right away to like, the, okay, well I'm just gonna sell an online course. Well, great, but you still need to have some attention before you can sell anything. Oh, yes, which is the whole point of creating content in the yep. first place. Yep. Mm-hmm. But if not, it was a great opportunity to just start to post and look at mm-hmm. things because the amount of people posting and viewing these things mm-hmm. were at an all-time high, yep. obviously because they're always around their computers and sitting right. Yep. Yep, but sure. too many people just, I think, just try to control the stuff that they can. It's like, yes. just look for opportunity. Yep. Look it for may be less than it was, mm-hmm. but there's a ton of companies now doing unbelievable things that they never would have thought they would be in. Mm-hmm. And they'll probably continue and make yep. that a m- massive part of their business. Yep. 100%. And that's good. And even in the next podcast, we're going to talk about creating content, yep. repurposing things. So um, excited about that. Yeah. That future episode as well. And then the next thing I want to talk about was, I know it sounds really similar, but this whole people first social media, meaning two-way communication is really the ticket Mm -hmm. to boosting any organic post or reach. Um, Because when you engage in the DMs with voice or video, not just text, your content shows up more consistently to them. So it's one of the things where like, if you ever have somebody where you start following them and then you're DMing them back and forth and all of a sudden you're like, man, they are everywhere. Mm -hmm. 
it's the algorithm. Yep. It's the way that they push that person's content <laughs> in front of you more often. So utilize that. Like even for me, one of the things I take walks and I'll just reach out to people that have been engaging. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy how that literally shoots your engagement mm -hmm. up with them. So how as you, like for you guys as a business, whether you're a one person shop or you have a small team or a large team, how can you begin to develop that two-way communication mm -hmm. with people um, on social? And even more than to Instagram. I know like my brain just tends to go to... Well, a lot of what you do and your people are, that, yeah. is, that is their main platform for sure. Yeah. But I think this is, it's super, super important. And it's also, number one, it's almost, it's easier when I respond to someone via video or like a yep. voice thing than it even is the text in the first place. Mm -hmm. Like so much. it takes less time. Yes. And it's also when they get that, mm -hmm. it is so powerful to them that yes. they're like, they legit talked to me or did a video mm -hmm. when ultimately it's actually easier for you yes but it's more powerful yes and it does good things for the algorithm but social media and all the things they want to see that you don't like post and disappear that's yes. what they want don't like, post and ghost that's why they <laughs> i mean whether it's the dms or whether it's just replying back to comments like mm -hmm. the number one thing you need to do all the time is realize that these platforms pay attention to whether you're existing after you yes. post they yep. don't want because uh, to them, in an algorithm, a post and ghost and walk away mm -hmm. only s yells sale to them, mm -hmm. like selling, yep. selling, we'll selling. Further and further yep. apart from and everywhere. and granted, you'll uh, sure you'll get to a point where maybe you can't respond to everything. But mm -hmm. the amount of people that I'm like, oh, I can't respond to everything, and they have like four comments, and I'm like, yes, you could. Yeah. Like you don't have any yeah. comments to respond. Yeah. Like when you have millions, it's a whole different story. Yeah. Like I understand you can't do everything. Well, you can delegate. But, you can somebody from the team. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. But it's just so important. And the DMs mm -hmm. especially is obviously very, very valuable because, yeah, they want to see that you're like a real person. They want to yep. see that you're spending more and more time. And when you do things like a video or a voice, yeah. it's you've gone an extra effort, yes. mm -hmm. an extra step that yeah. the average text post didn't. Yeah. And they want to reward you for yeah, it. 100%. But, and that could change too. Like it's, mm -hmm. it just changes all the time. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> and it's just, if you see something working, you keep doing it for a while and then eventually it won't. Then you figure out yeah. something else. <laughs> I'm thinking big picture, but I love when I see like on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is, where a big corporation, like a big brand yes. name, you know, like yes. Gillette is one of them that I saw. Mm -hmm. I, I wrote like a paper on Gillette's customer service. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what's coming up right now. Yeah. Uh, when they like have somebody personally, like obviously they have a team yeah. to help them answer things online and everything. Right. But when they personally like type out something or they use an emoji mm -hmm. and like you can tell it's a real person, yeah. it's not a robotic yeah, yeah, like yeah. copy and pasted yeah. answer. Yeah. Man, that is like, I love that. Yes. And like I never message brands like that for anything. But if I did mm -hmm. to have somebody like in a timely manner respond uh, yeah. in real life yeah. with an actual Twitter. solution. Mm -hmm. Twitter's I love it. Good like that. I mean, yeah. a lot of companies that do that well. Yeah. Like responding to yes, people on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's it's tricky for certain companies to think about like how they could release a group of people to be the voice of them on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Like, how can they keep a consistent yeah. brand voice? Yeah. It is tricky. Yeah. But it's it has doable. to do with it. Absolutely is doable, yeah. and it ha it's kind of necessary as well if you're a big business and mm -hmm. you want to really have a social media impact to understand like what are the things that we say all the time or that that are us, but yet also not micromanaging every little thing that's on there. Mm -hmm. Because if you micromanage everything, you'll get nothing out at all. But you have to realize that if you have multiple personalities working on mm -hmm. content, 
certain things might look a little different. Yeah. It, that's okay. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And if you st- at least if you have a schedule and you have you know delegation of certain things, because it may be that certain a certain person's like in charge of mm-hmm. the DMs during work hours, yep. and there might be someone else. Okay, well, what are the typical things that you do? How do you respond? Let people have their own personalities and do things. It's a great way to do it because that's one of the best ways that you can obviously increase yep. your reach. Yep. And mm-hmm. and if you're if you're new to it, you're not going to have a lot of DMs. We like we get yeah. it. Yeah. And so it's also it's something you have to build up, but that's why like social media always has and always will be like just a long-term yeah. relationship mm-hmm. game yep. that's it Building takes trust. it takes a while. Exactly. Yeah, the building. I'll give you an example. So there is a um, an author that I love, and I had posted something about one of his books, and I think I even did like an IGTV on it or something. But he responded to me in the DMs with a video of like thanking me for you know pushing the message for it. And he's got a massive font. This is not like a you know a no name author, and I was so impressed with that that he mm-hmm. took the time. And it was a video and I even thought, oh gosh, when I'm an author, I'm totally doing that. But also I literally went on Amazon that day and bought all the rest of his books. Nice. But that's just one example of building that trust. Like he's now a person to me. All of us being before above that. Yeah. Before he was just an author that I kind of, that I just looked up to. And then now he's a person. Yep. And, um, and he didn't once tell you to buy books. Not and then once. that's all you did. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's yeah. just that's what people do. Yeah, and then you build a relationship from there. Like him yeah. and I have talked. He just, was just on my podcast. You know what I mean? So it's just crazy how you can build relationships mm-hmm. online in such an authentic way by even just that two way communication. Yep. So. I think yeah, people I think really know when a person is really trying to help and really trying yeah. to care. And, and it's your overall like lifespan legacy of. I mean, Gary Vee is just such an unbelievable example of like. Mm-hmm. A person that just nonstop gives, 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 mm-hmm. and preaches what he says of like giving, and yep. he never he he rarely like every once in a while he'll release a book or a shoe yeah. or something, and of course we'll tell people about it, but yeah. he's just you can't find content anywhere mm-hmm. that is not what he always is talking about, mm-hmm. which is so powerful. Yeah, and it's about actually believing in what you're talking about yes. as well. That yes. that author probably does that with a lot of people. He does, and that's a great idea. It's literally, yeah, but. He's consistent yep. at just being that type of person, which mm-hmm. is giving more value and building relationships and building trust. Mm-hmm. Does he might? Does he know that that probably sells him a lot of books? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And that's totally okay. Yeah. I'd still rather someone do that, knowing yeah. that ultimately they want me to buy their book, yeah. than to be like, hey, also if you haven't yet bought my book, buy my book. Yeah, yeah. I'd and rather as the author. How much more fun is it to engage yeah. with people who love your stuff sure. than to try to just push out ad, push out ad? You know. What yeah. I mean? And it's just so much easier it's too, fulfilling. like mm-hmm. especially someone that puts out content and you have a lot of people engaging with you about the content you're putting out. It should be so easy for you to engage in conversation, yeah, because they're commenting on the stuff that you put out. Yeah. Yep, it's your stuff. That it's just easy. It should be something you probably are passionate about what you're talking about in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why you yep. put the piece mm-hmm. of content out. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Um. Any like specific examples or things that you can think of to give people like maybe try this or do this other than what we've said. I mean, a lot of times when we are working with clients that might have – so there are certain clients that it's it's difficult for them to put out a certain amount of content even from like a privacy standpoint yes. or certain things. Yeah. But there is certain things that people can put out that take no time whatsoever like mm-hmm. – 
employee spotlight stuff mm-hmm. or yeah. a daily did you know that has to do with their industry. Something mm-hmm. that like is simple. Yeah. People overestimate or underestimate how much they know yep. in an industry yep. and that nobody else knows about. Yes. That is not selling. It's educating. Mm-hmm. And it it's it does two things. Number one, it helps people educate why maybe your mm-hmm. prices are what they even are without mm-hmm. saying this is why our prices yeah. are what they are. Yeah. It also helps them to see how little they know and why they need you. Yep. Because the more you put out that, that blows people's mind that they're like, I would have never thought about that, the more they realize I need help yep. in this yeah. rather than I can do this myself. Yeah, yeah. And so regard, like if you're a, if you're a dentist, you could be mm-hmm. putting out nonstop videos, not with even clients, mm-hmm. but like how does – it sounds gross, but like how does a root canal work? How does yeah. an actual thing yeah. work? And yeah. what does that little brush that yeah. hits you in the teeth when you're getting yeah. your teeth cleaned, you've never – what does it actually look like? What yeah. is it doing compared to – like yeah, just dumb simple. things yep. that – Requires an iPhone. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing is like we're a video production company, but we – I tell people all the time like it's not – you don't pay us, when, even – clients now like Mm -hmm. for we don't want people to pay us because of the video quality we can produce Mm -hmm. what we help people with more than anything is just trying to get them to understand stuff that they can create and we want to educate people on how to create stuff themselves Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you need to put out a lot of content yep our clients who pick up their phone and literally like on their walk into work just do a little video showing their face yep i feel like they do so well yeah yes Mm because people and people like that authentic thing but there's just i think in any industry there are a mil- every single time someone walks in, if you're a brick and mortar place, and every time someone walks in and asks you a question, you should jot that question yep. down. Mm-hmm. And you should jot every mm-hmm. question down and every single thing that you respond to someone with and make pieces of random content mm-hmm. about it. Because mm-hmm. every time someone asks you a question, there's probably a million other people that have that same question. Yep. Yes. Especially when you're in a weird industry. Yeah. Like that, like a dentist, not a, that not that they're weird, but like yeah. an industry that not a lot of people know about. Yeah. Other yeah. than they get their teeth cleaned. Yeah. Okay. Well, do a video on why should you get your teeth cleaned every mm-hmm. six months? Mm-hmm. Or why like mm-hmm. I don't know. Just there's just yeah, there might be other videos that are exist mm-hmm. like that, but you have an opportunity to keep just producing yeah. more and more things Consistent. so that when people search for the, anything regarding your industry, yeah. mm-hmm. you should hopefully in some platform somewhere, mm-hmm. answer the question they're asking. Yes. And it's not that hard to do because mm-hmm. you know what you're talking about in your yeah. industry. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. need to actually do it. Mm-hmm. And even that one thing, I mean, I, as we're talking about a dentist, I'm thinking about like reels that you could do about mm-hmm. like why you shouldn't be afraid to go to the dentist and, you know, mm-hmm. like just different things that you can really play with and have fun with in any industry mm-hmm. at all. So yep. that's awesome. I really think that teams should listen to this podcast and then have a meeting (laughs) and just throw like a big whiteboard meeting where Mm -hmm. you just throw out what are all the questions that we get all the time? What are fears that people have? Mm -hmm. What are objections that they have? And then speak to all of those things in your content. And And don't be afraid to tell people how to do something that you actually sell. Mm -hmm. It's very powerful. Yep. Like people are so hesitant to obviously want to, if you're a haircutting place during COVID and you weren't, you could not allow, you could not let people come in to get their haircut. Mm -hmm. You should have been putting videos out on how to cut your own hair using a mirror in reverse or something like, because what it does is build trust Mm -hmm. that when they got to do their hair themselves because you helped them, they're going to want to come back to you when you're open again. 
Most people, sure, there are people that now might cut their hair forever because they didn't realize it was easy. I mean, I always cut my own hair. (laughs) But but the whole point is most people won't. Most people still just don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. So if you're a car, an auto body shop or something that constantly, we have clients do this all the time where we'll like, Educate people on how to change their own spark plug, check their own tire pressure, do the things that like that isn't really what makes them their bread and butter money anyway. You're going to get them to come when the people really don't know how to do something. But Mm -hmm. it builds this trust that like they could have made money on me. They could have put it out of the ad that said you need to change your spark plug. Come in and we're offering a 1999 spark plug. Or they could be like, here's how to not spend money with us Mm -hmm. and change your spark plug yourself. Yeah, you don't need to come here. Yeah, and that's way more trust. Yes. Yeah. And everyone can do that in yep. any industry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. but people don't want to because they're too afraid of that. That video is going to go so viral that no one's ever going to come to their place. <laughs> if that video goes viral, you're going to explode. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Not the opposite. Yeah, yeah, that's so so true. The next thing that I think is really important going into social for 2021 is live everything, if live, possible. Live. So live social media has really soared. And I know it's one of those things where I've been trying to do it more often and even I get nervous whenever I go live, but really it helps your engagement. Um, And it's kind of the new norm too for a lot of people right now. So I wanted to give a couple of different ideas for just how to, what maybe to do when you when you go live it could be q a sessions maybe like one of the things i do is answering your dms Mm -hmm. you know what are some common questions that you get um or literally have like screenshot somebody's question in the dm Mm -hmm. you know x out their face (laughs) but then answer the question in a live kind of format you can do launches, different announcements, things that you got going on, take people behind the scenes. I think this is one that's, of the best things. Best yep. And the easiest. So easy. Yeah. So, so easy. Everybody wants to see that. A hundred percent. Isn't that funny how people are? Yeah. They just like, want. Show me, show me the background of that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They want to be like a fly on the wall. Yep. So whatever your business is, somehow doing some behind the scenes stuff I think is really great. And some industries we also get can't do this kind of thing. Right. Yeah, so it's important to understand that, that yes. like we understand that in certain, you know, if you're a bank, you probably can't do yeah. a lot of behind the scenes Let's stuff. If you're like, yeah, like you can't. <laughs> Let so, me show you the so there, but there are, there might be other things obviously that you can do, but hundred percent. Yeah. That's, that's important. Obviously state too. Yeah, for sure. Interviews, collaborations, takeovers, collaborations right now are I think so important Mm -hmm. to partner up with other businesses, highlight other people, whether even if it's like not even in your industry Mm -hmm. or, Mm -hmm. but it's highlight local people, you know, because that builds again, relationships, trust that you're willing to use your platform to highlight other people says a lot about you. Yep. So, um, takeovers and then also to just like experiment with content. Like this is your time go live and, I don't know, try, try new things and see how people react to them. Can you guys think of anything else other? Well, here's what I'd say about live that I think is, is important. I think live is really good. If you're really good live, Mm. the, the tricky thing about live is most people shouldn't go live. (laughs) Yeah. Not, and not because of a certain person or whatever, but I think live, you do need to have a very good game plan of what you're about to do because you, you don't get to do it over if yeah. you do something really stupid. And not that yeah. you should overthink live, but at the same time, depending on the industry and depending on what you're planning on do, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're good with your live stuff 
but you have a game plan. You're going to answer oh, DMs or whatever. You're yes. going to go right into it. You're going to answer them, and then you're going to be done with live. Yes. And that's the other thing is when you think about live, don't think about it that it has to be an hour-long live stream. Oh, no. Let it be one – because the point of live is not just that you're live. It's that it puts you at the front of the list in yep. these platforms, yep. up on Instagram and all these things because they're pushing – they're excited that you went live. Yes. So it's not even about – what you do necessarily on live, it's about that the more you go live, yeah. the more that the platform likes to show people that yes. you exist. Yep. And then, on, especially on Instagram, mm -hmm. the live is just reviewable mm -hmm. as like a story. Mm -hmm. yep. So it's, or a feed or however you want to do yeah. it. But so it's just, it's more of just getting your engagement up there uh -huh. that it can be a five minute live stream. Yep. It can be an hour live stream. Mm -hmm. But because it is live, if you're going to do a consistent – every Friday we're going to go live or mm -hmm. really probably you're going to want to put more thought into what you're going to do in that mm -hmm. time For sure. rather than where you have editability yes, in content. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. if you're going to hop on, the minute you hop on, you're live and then mm -hmm. it's reviewable. You're going to hop on immediately and have nobody watching, mm -hmm. but you still need to start your content yeah. right away. Yeah, yep. Because when people watch it back <laughs> and you don't talk for three minutes because you're waiting for people to hop on, yeah. people will leave. Yep. Yes. So that's what's tricky because yeah. you're also, when you yeah. start, you're talking to nobody. Yep. But you know that you're going to get people watching it back after. Mm -hmm. But yet if you didn't talk to nobody at the very yeah. beginning, yeah. that's like most live streams I start. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to start talking right away because I know that most people don't yep. like when you would join a live stream and yep. no one talked yeah. for the playback. Yep. Well, but it puts is... you at the front of the list yes. and it keeps showing the platform that you are there. Yep. hundred percent. And this is actually what I do, a little trick. So when I go live on Instagram, I don't actually put it. You can at the end when you're done, it says like put to IGTV mm -hmm. or share the or um, save this video. So I save the video in there. I edit a little bit of it. Mm -hmm. I put it into subtitles so mm -hmm. that I have my, yep. you know, mm -hmm. captions and then I put it on my feed. Yep. So you cut out like the beginning. I do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's like one way yep. too that you can cut. And we'll out. talk about that in the next episode about repurposing yep. content mm -hmm. because that's the other great thing about live is it should be the platform that gives you whatever. If you're going to answer five Q and A's, yeah. that's a live piece is yep. content one yep. and five other content pieces yeah, and maybe 15 others from there that are. Yes. It gives you what we'll talk about in the next episode, pillar content to be able to mm -hmm. do more with. Yes. And it's a great way that makes you have to show up more, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So really, I think and this is something that I've been hearing a lot and you can disagree with me if you want to, but I've been hearing that community over content is really super important and you're going to use your content to build community. Mm -hmm. But right now, one of the most important things that you can do on your social going into 2021, start now, mm -hmm. <laughs> is just focus on community mm -hmm. relationship building because yep. that's what the world is craving. Yep. And so when you show up in that space and you, you know, give value to people and build relationship, you have that two, yep. those two parts, it's going to set you apart. Yep. No, I think it's so. incredibly, incredibly important. And I think that it's, you're naturally, when you have a really big audience, you naturally try to start an online community more mm -hmm. you're going to see like smaller numbers so a lot of mm -hmm. people get like thrown off by that because they're yeah. expecting to have this but the community the people that listen closely to all your content mm -hmm. the people that pay attention are your biggest advocates yeah. and the ones that actually would make you the most sales of something you even are trying to sell yes. that it's really valuable though because yeah. yeah people want to i mean i've been i just recently started doing this with my own personal stuff of like challenging people with 30-day challenges of different mm -hmm. things and just trying to build it because yeah. people love 
how active you are in the community. Yes. And that's why the, the perk of those communities needs mm-hmm. to be that you don't create a community and then let it just run and don't ever show up. Yep. People, there needs the value needs to be Michaela's in this community more mm-hmm. than any other way. Mm-hmm. And some people might charge for a community, some yep. don't. Yep. I recommend not charging at the beginning because you need to build one first. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the access to you and the uniqueness mm-hmm. of the community is super important yeah. because yeah. it allows you when you do eventually build a community and over the course of years you eventually decide to sell something or whatever, now you very naturally have a yep. community that is passionate about what you're doing. 100%. And it's really, really good to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I still think and that's why Facebook, I think the biggest reason Facebook still has as many eyeballs as they have and they will for a long time is no one is better at groups and communities mm-hmm. than the face than Facebook because mm-hmm. they're better at their platform of how yes. it exists. Yeah. Facebook groups, Facebook pages and all that groups mm-hmm. more than anything. Groups, but yeah. no one else is even close. Yeah. No one. It's true. It's Instagram doesn't have that type of community that you can yep. sure you can have a DM group. Like that's not it's not an efficient way to do yeah. things. Twitter doesn't exist in that at yep. all for the way that they do yep. things. Mm-hmm. TikTok isn't even trying to do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So there are still most groups that you find yeah. still push you to Facebook. <laughs> I know. And that's why they're dominating because yep. there are groups that have been that have been existing for years and years in there with thousands and thousands of members. Mm-hmm. And I'm a part of tons of them. Mm-hmm. One's for my car. One's for certain mm-hmm. cameras I use, mm-hmm. for certain mountain biking trails. Like, yeah. they're so valuable. Yes. Yeah. And, really- and community is so important now, like you said, because people aren't always together as much. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's sure. great. It's a great, great thing to do. It's a great point. Anything else you guys want to mention about relationships and anything about social media going into 2021? I think it's just, it's going to keep changing. Yep. And every single time that something new comes out, you should at least just pay attention to it. Yeah. You should pay attention to mm-hmm. the fact that something's in the top 10 of a mm-hmm. uh, app store on, mm-hmm. Inst- I mean, uh, Apple or Android yeah. platform mm-hmm. because... Things are going to keep coming out. Things are going to keep changing. Mm-hmm. You should try them. You should figure out how you can storytell with them, even if you don't want to. Yep. You aren't also going to be able to do everything if you're a tiny person. Like I also, we have to be realistic about yeah. that. Yeah. So it's important to really understand where your target market is. And mm-hmm. just an FYI, your target market is not where you like to be the best because <laughs> you may not be the target market of the company yeah. that you do social media for. Don't forget that. I think that's, a, I think a lot that's of really companies, a lot of companies hire a social media person because they're good at it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that that's where they need to be. Yeah. And so it's important to realize where the actual target market is. Mm-hmm. And if that's not where you spend all your time, Mm-hmm. You're probably going to need to if that's your job mm-hmm. to learn to learn what it is. Yeah, because yeah. Facebook is still an incredibly, incredibly powerful platform for most businesses. Mm-hmm. But just because you like Instagram and your people are on it doesn't mean that if you were doing social media for someone else, it's like B2B. that you should just yeah. be in Instagram. Right, right, right. And that's the mistake I think a lot of yes. people make mm-hmm. is they say, okay, well, I'm just going to focus on. Instagram because I, I that's the one I'm best at. Mm-hmm. Well, but maybe your people are there. That doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so really understanding that, and then dive into the one that your target market is most. And if you don't know your target market of, or you don't know where your target market is, mm-hmm. then go alongside of a company or something that can help you understand that, or just yep. pay attention to what's happening in there. Yep. But start with the one that's your best target market. Yep. Figure out how to get better and better. And as you start to build a schedule and can do it more often. Mm-hmm start to go into other avenues and yep. explore different ones. Yep, 100%. But realize that there's potential in anything. 
because there is sure where your target market is is might be a certain place, mm-hmm. but your target market mm-hmm. or ten years down the road might be in this platform, and eventually they're going to be in the one you need. And if you yeah. plan on staying in business more than twenty days, you should <laughs> try to be in more because if your target market is fifty, well, thirty-five year olds eventually become fifty. Mm-hmm. And if your target market's 30, 18-year-olds eventually become that yep. too. Mm-hmm. And it's a long-term game. Mm-hmm. So getting them and building that trust for 10 years before yeah. they even be a client, yeah. they can end up being the biggest client you ever have mm-hmm. because for years you were in TikTok when it made no sense for you to be in TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, good point. But it's time, yep. it's effort, mm-hmm. and it's being okay with doing things that don't feel like they make a lot of sense yep. right this second. Mm-hmm. And a lot of companies, unfortunately, don't have the patience to let people do it, Yeah, which is unfortunate because mm-hmm. yep. the ones that are, the ones that are creating TikTok content that make no sense and yep. they're building audiences, one day it'll make a lot of sense. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So, so true. Well, so that's what I would say too as big inspiration to, to if you're a boss or if you're a, a person that has like a social media team, yeah. let them explore some different options Mm -hmm. and don't be so quick to judge but also learning it as much as you can yourself is unbelievably valuable Valuable. because it's impossible for you to tell whether you're even doing a good job Mm -hmm. if you don't know it yourself yeah Mm. like that's it's so the more that you can learn and we tried this with all our business owners even if they're not the ones posting it you should know a little bit about social media you Mm -hmm. should know how to post how to run ads you should know target markets because then when you hire someone, mm-hmm. you know if they know what they're doing. Yeah. Because <laughs> social media is one of those things most people don't know. And so what happens is they hire the wrong people 90% of the time in social media because they just figure they know more than I do, so they'll do a great job. They're young. They know it's social not, media. It's not that simple. Mm-hmm. It's really not. So understanding it the best you can as a the leader at the top, regardless whether you're posting, mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. A lot of sense. For sure. Well, hopefully you guys found this valuable. We would love to hear like what of this is something that number one was like an aha moment. And then what are you going to implement right away? Mm-hmm. I would love to hear hear that. That'd be awesome. So yep. thank you for spending time with us today. And I'm really excited about the next yes. episode. Yep. So if you liked this and you want to go further and learn a little bit more about how to create content and then how to repurpose yep. content, definitely check out the next episode. Yep. Thanks for watching as always. See you guys.